This episode of Classically Black Podcast is sponsored by Laundry School of Music at Bard College. Because the world needs music now more than ever, Laundry has reimagined conservatory education. We are leading the seismic shift to center music as social change, expanding the world's understanding of what a life in music can mean. We prepare you to engage new audiences, teach anyone, anywhere, and make a difference with your music. To learn more, visit longy.edu slash cbp. This is Classically Black Podcast. Where we can talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Merry Christmas, y'all. Oh. <laughs> That's funny because people were like, I saw this thing on Twitter that was like, it was a poster. And I guess it was probably a place that had a jukebox. And it was like, no playing Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You Before December 1st. And it also say after December 1st, you can only play it once per night. I'm like, first of all, I was like, y- y'all know how I am. I'm a Christmas music all year round person. That's I'm, so I'm weird to me. It's not weird because I know people do it, but it's just like <laughs> Christmas is such a special time of year for me. And my Christmas was not great last year. I don't want to talk about it. So it's like, but so it, Je- December is codified for me. So the fact that you will, you freaking Frosty the Snowman in May is just so that's the weird thing. it doesn't lose the magic for me because there's so much christmas music so the volume of christmas music that i listen to like when i say I like christmas music all year round that doesn't mean every month i'm listening to christmas music mm. i would say maybe like once every couple months yes yeah i'll listen to a couple christmas songs like it just means like it doesn't matter the time of year but when it's christmas time i'm letting the christmas music is playing all the time <laughs> like literally like every day like i'm so christmas to the point that like i would get on your nerves because i could want to watch a christmas movie so bad i could want to listen to something we gotta wait till december because that is then it's like building the momentum see for that me for that for me is my christmas baking shows see i'm gonna try out your little christmas baking show this year because i was watching what's that one that i f- stumbled upon and i was Great like Break Off. and they have one coming i saw it on because i watched the thing oh. that they do for like what's coming up in, on netflix and they're doing mm. they didn't do one last year but they're doing a, a christmas uh special. so what's the one that's on my thing i didn't i didn't click on it because i'm like it's not december but it's like one it says christmas bake-off like yeah they do they do one with like the previous cast like they've done uh, it multiple times. okay so the cast okay. that's going to be on this one is is not going to be the people that's right now it's gonna be Aww. the last one because they didn't get to do one. Oh, that kind of makes me sad because you know, like I haven't watched. I'm kind of be- I'm behind. I'm only a week behind. Uh, I'll probably be a couple weeks behind to be honest. The way my calendar looks, but I gotta hurry up. I want to make sure it's not ruined for me on Twitter because I'm so conflicted with who I want to win because they're all good people and they all. Remember who left last week? I only got. I already know who I ain't watching. I know because really we already know the 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 strong four. Are, am I right? You can tell me. I I don't remember, but I can't remember if that was this week or the week before. Because the past three weeks I've known who's who's leaving. Yeah, I'm. I held out for my girl. I forgot her name with the purple hair. I held out for her because she's so she was just so cute to me. But I knew she. I'm like she kept fumbling. You can tell these are people who bake, 
really well at home but like when they get under pressure you got to start making stuff back to back to back to back to back it's too much room for error but i already knew i think his name is kevin i don't know i think he went hard because because the the remaining four yeah he just wasn't on par with them he kept messing up Wait, right it's four right well, who's well no, it, it's, it's Maxi, Sandro, Shabira, Sh- and um, my 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 favorite. What's his name? <gasps> oh, I was gonna say, um, Yanush. I was gonna say you, but you know, still there. You forgot about him. What? Excuse me, Abdul. You don't remember him? I thought Abdul left. No, Abdul's still there. That's crazy. How I just be blocking out people because those I'm zoomed in on those four. You are right. Abdul yeah, is he there. Is still there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we got some time then. I feel bad. Well, Abdul, he be he be, he be okay. Know? I don't, he gonna be maxing it up, but but you, there's a there's always a couple people who are always in the middle. Like they're they're there's people who like really really mess up so they don't get you know eliminated the people mm-hmm. in the middle but they still not as like they not up there so yeah. i feel like he kind of one of those he is one like, of those yeah. the problem with maxi i'm rooting for maxi because i'm always going for the black girl period yeah. but the thing that makes this show so conflicting is because the other people are just you could tell they good people you could tell like they they have so much redeem like so much redeeming qualities like yanush i love him yeah i freaking love yanush i'll be so happy cool. if any of them win to be honest <laughs> literally if anyone but and Shabir is so freaking cute and like the way that she like stays everything is Malaysian I love that and then like Sandra know he could bake he's like listen this is a walk in the park for me I'm worried about Maxie though because she's not consistent remember that time she got star baker and then the, the next two were flops I like Maxie like me Really, I'm more I'm more worried about Sandro. People people who don't watch this are probably like so. <laughs> so where when does the show start? <laughs> That's why I just saw um, a tweet that was like podcast hosts be like forty minutes in. Okay, let's let's dive in. I was like, okay, hold on. <laughs> I feel like the worst we've done was probably like around twenty or thirty minutes. Yeah, and I feel like I think that time we like put a timestamp like here go the episode when it starts. <laughs> <laughs> Not the pre-episode. But girl, that pistachio ice cream they made, that looked that look very, very Oh, uh, I don't think I saw that one. Oh. Oh, well, that don't, I mean, whatever. That's, um, yeah, that's like, I don't think I saw that one. Yeah, yeah. The last one I saw was S'mores. S'mores, oh. Yeah, so they be getting creative. I know um, one of the seasons they did a vegan week. Um, And then they also had a vegan baker. That's, I think that's when I told you about it the first time. Yeah. Was oh, I gotta go find ago. her. She had a, they had a vegan baker, and so like even when it wasn't like vegan, like she made all of her stuff vegan. I want. I feel like I want to do that, but I'm not good enough at baking. I f- I've been dabbling in baking, and my stuff oh, has been coming yeah, out. I forgot. Katie is an author. Author is crazy. Author, you're not writing an ebook. But her author, Katie. Katie got an Eva coming out. You saw my story. I put it. I was like, it's giving New York Times bestseller. That's for an ebook. That's yep. like thirteen new pages. New category, new category, short form ebook. Okay. Yup. Yes, I'm putting you know out a holiday got, ebook. They got, you know how they got soft cover and they got hard cover? Okay, no cover. Period. All right. <laughs> the book would have been out, but I appreciate my friends. I have. I feel like there's not. I don't have one friend that's a yes man. Cause first of all, that'd be ri- that would be ridiculous with me because I'll I'll be like, girl, let's go, and they'd be like, hold on. So you know, Mara got a got an eye for design, and I feel like I have a I have a I feel like I have a pretty decent eye, but Mara is something about Mara. Like, so I I text her and I was like, 
can you look at this because I'm doing this thing I want you to look at the font and she was like yeah I like this but change this I was like that's why I, that's why I call it because I know she has just that extra thing so she's like so you didn't tell me you're doing an ebook like when you put this out I'm like tomorrow she's like Katie what no <laughs> Drat. she was like you gotta do you ain't do no rollout you ain't do no nothing so she gonna she gonna help me with that I really appreciate I wanted I wanted to say that on a larger platform because I be putting Martha the ringer because she <laughs> <laughs> she uh, I wanted to say that on a larger platform I really appreciate that because my, my I was thinking about doing the reverse rollout let me drop it and then be like she was like or <laughs> you could do it the right way and I was like all right all right not too much Mara I was just about to text her about my logo that I sent you see look Mara but I was like, now here go Mara. She she on my head because I'm giving I'm giving her uh, free labor. And <laughs> I mean, Mara Mara is you know she a little crunchy, right? Mara. So I was like, not too much. I'm gonna save it for when I really 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 need something. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't. I'll be like, Mara hates Mara hates that I be doing too much. I don't think she hates it. I think she she's more concerned about me being stressed <laughs> out. But I'm just like, we got to get that money. We got to, I'm like, she's like, I don't think we should have to work. And I'm like, that's beautiful. Sweetheart. I don't either. Anyway, I don't I'm, either, but I'm what we finna do? So. <laughs> I'd be like, Mara, you got to talk to somebody else about that. Cause, woo! Well, I don't have a job either. And I don't think anybody should have a job. <laughs> I don't think anybody should have a job either. But like, what's the alternative? Like, that's just not realistic. And I need a bag. I'm curious what a society like that. I feel like, this I feel like I was talking it. I read it in high school. I think it's called The Host. It's not about I, that, but that's the circumstance. The idea. Yeah. I feel like a society without capitalism lasted like three to five business days after Adam and Eve. I just feel like we've always had it. Like, y'all go hunt and gather. Then we finna go up to the spot. We gonna trade gold and we gonna trade chocolate. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's... I should do some research instead of talking to my mom. No, I was supposed to say that. So I got something I'm like... <laughs> Well, actually, capitalism is a good opposite. Save it. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to look it up. I'm curious. I feel like people have always been trading goods and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Mesopotamia, something like that. Not Mesopotamia. Denial. Mesopotamia. <laughs> Denial. Something about, something about the Greek people. Yep. I don't know. Shout out to Mr. I shouldn't say his name because they're going to be like revoke his teaching license. <laughs> I was gonna say, started to Mr. Smith, sixth grade, history. Yep, social studies. Yep, Mesopotamia. There's something about the Nile. Mm-hmm. Um, the twin rib, the the Tigris and the Euphrates. Listen, and oh, the little okay, you see that unlock the memory. Right? I can see the picture. I can see the picture in my little, in the little textbook. Wow, what a time. I wonder how they settled on that <laughs> to teach us. You said what? Of all the things. Anything that's not black. And narrowed it down. Because we did Egypt and all those people were white in my textbook. And then we did that. We did. We went up. We did the Tigris and Euphrates. And then we jumped all the way ahead to World War One. <laughs> nice and round. <laughs> nice and circular fleshed out period um did y'all just y'all did state history too does everybody have to do that yeah seventh grade you got to take the you take the cons the the cons the, the u.s constitution test mm-hmm. 
And then eighth grade, you take the Illinois Constitution series. Oh, I did and state history in fifth grade. Oh no, girl, we was farting around. Well, let me stop. I feel like I had a pretty decent education, but I don't remember no. what I did in eighth grade. To be honest, I don't remember what my history situation was. I remember because it was a barrier, and like you had to, it was out of fifty points, and everybody was so stressed out about it. Because Illinois Constitution is way harder than the U.S. Constitution, mm-hmm. because it's more. I feel like it was harder because it's more granular. Like this is like a, a state. I don't know. It feel like it should have been easier, but it wasn't. And also, we spent all this time learning about the U.S. because that was a huge. You cannot pass seventh grade without passing the U.S. Constitution. I remember there was a trip. I think seventh grade went to Six Flags. You was not going. You was gonna stay back and study. That's what. That's what that was about. And I felt bad because the kids was acting like they didn't want to go to Six Flags. Girl, you know you want to go to Six Flags, but you have to stay back and study. Um, you could not pass seventh grade without it. So. We spent all that time working on the U.S. Constitution, and then Illinois Constitution is so much more granular um, and different. See, the people, the girls, the um, the European girls have to drag us. I'm like, you got to learn. I'm like, do you know how big this country is? Everybody learning their own thing. Not too much on the girls. <laughs> um, well, my news is very quick. The first, um, there's an article, it came out a little while ago, and it was in my notes of to include, and I forgot. Um, but it's called, it's an NPR article called Where are the Black Musicians in the Country's Largest Orchestras. Um, and, I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory, but it also has some uh, quotes and kind of, uh, it's kind of a profile of the Black Orchestral Network, which I believe we, we've mentioned that before, that was started by... Um, some current and um, uh, former black orchestral players, um, including Jen Arnold, shout out to Jen, and Alex Lang at Phoenix Symphony. Um, so, yeah, they're giving, you know, some insight into what their organization does. Wait, well. Jen wrote an article? No, she's like quoting an article. That they oh, I was yeah. like, girl, why you ain't say nothing? <laughs> what? Um. Yeah, and it's just talking about their mission, and it's also talking about, you know, the issue, how, like, the last sort of, like, research we have on black musicians and orchestras is, like, okay, what are, where are we at now, you know? It's, it's only from, like, 95 or something. Yeah, we Crazy. don't have yeah, like, yeah. any, like, sufficient data on that, so it's talking about some of that. So, yeah, I'll link that in the description um, if you want to read it, and also um, check out their website because, you know, they, they on it. Um, and then there was another thing <laughs> that I saw on Twitter that, um, was interesting. So apparently the girls are fighting in France. How you, the, who, how do you say the girls in French? Les filles. Les filles is fighting in France. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Les filles is fighting in France. Um, because it's some discrimination going on. They not letting bases on the train no more over there. Basically, so um, the French National Train Service. Oh, it might be fees. Sorry, that's gonna bother me. It might be fees because it's F I L versus F I L L E. But whatever. Le fee. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure. Let me not second guess myself. It's Le fee. <laughs> Delaney's like so the bases. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, so how are you supposed to get across town with a base? 
girl, you not. That's that. That's what they mad. It's a fury. What is it? It says fury as double bassist barred from French trains. So their national train service is restricting musicians that are traveling with large instruments, especially double basses. Um, and of course, musicians are not happy about it. There, um, this comes from like a, you know, restrictions on luggage. Um, the maximum size for luggage, and like you see this, you've seen this with like airlines and stuff, like how musicians have had to fight for. Okay, I, I, that's the words I'm using. It sounds like they had to fight. They was, you know, like I, I don't mean it like that, <laughs> but that just mm-hmm. what popped in my head. Like, like I'm fishing the civil rights movement, but no, to, get, okay. to get your violin on the plane, like. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean. Like musicians have had to bring attention to. Um, kind of the exceptions that there ought to be um and like you really gotta you know sometimes you gotta have that paper printed out to show them the policy and stuff girl i'm flying spare next week i'm scared <gasps> yeah girl there was there was no to get to san diego there was like no other option it, two stops back with you couldn't get on a walk girl to san diego? i'm not please you i'm not please a, to la and then take a train See, girl, I don't even think about that. No, and anyways, it doesn't matter because it's tight. Oh, okay. I so, have because that train is cool. I took it. I took it down to San Diego. It's called the Pacific Coast Liner, um, or Surf Liner. It's Surf Liner, and it goes right along the beach. It's very nice. Aww. Um, but yeah, but yeah, girl, tight, Delta man. on the way back. Uh, Delta on the way there because I have I have masterworks this week. Oh, I gotta I gotta be there. Delta on the way there. Spirit on the way back. Hopefully I'm not a spirit. Hopefully my VL is also not gonna be a spirit. Oh. I had to <laughs> <laughs> I've never flown spirit. I've never I heard they got lawn chairs instead of real chairs. <laughs> not hopefully I'm not a spirit. That is that hit me like three <laughs> seconds too late. <laughs> not that's why they call it that. <laughs> I heard they got lawn chairs and rope instead of um seats. Have I been talking into the wrong end of the microphone this whole time? I hope not. Episode 204. (laughs) Okay, not too much. That's a good idea. I should print out the paper. Well, I don't got my printer ain't working, but I should do something. I've heard musicians flying spirit before. I just like I don't. I just want to go home. I just you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I could see for musicians when you can keep your your instrument on you as a bass player. Never in a million freaking years would I ever get on spirit. But <laughs> <laughs> like I'm sorry, um, just because like you gonna be riding. What is oh this? Gosh, girl. <laughs> what right. happen if I stepped on it? <laughs> Right, they gonna they gonna think of, you know this is just about the size of our other planes. How do we just put some wings on it and use it? <laughs> how far? How far? I got wheels on it. How far you think it goes if I just push it? Right. Okay. A uh, spirit train. That's what they use it for. <laughs> Having a blast. You see the flight attendant riding it down the aisle. Yo, um, your case. Like, I'm sorry, people. People, um. Just seeing some of the horror stories are just so crazy. Some of the the ways that people get their instruments back. Yeah. Some people, I mean, I saw one person though. They they check their cello with no travel case on because there are cello travel cases. I know y'all are really supposed to bring it on the plane if you can, but some people cannot do that. There are cello travel cases where you put your hard case into another case, but they just put it like they just like was raw dogging their cello, <laughs> check luggage, and then they got a jigsaw puzzle when they. 
uh, that is devastating. I got it back, but it's also like very predictable. Uh, you're just you're just taking a gamble. You're just like honestly, probably we'll see. I haven't left yet, but it's probably the first or last time I bought I fly Spirit because I bought a package just to make it easier to get reimbursed. So I I bought a package so spirit was like the most the one that made the most sense because american airlines coming back had like two stops i literally just want to get back (laughs) to my house so um but it's not really worth it because you have to pay for everything outside of a personal item and not like you can you know how you could like finesse and be like here go my little bag i'm tucking to the side no like they literally have on their website like depending on where you're going you got to pay after your personal item like a purse like a like a phone like after that yeah, a purse, like an actual purse. Like, you know how you could be like a personal item? It's like my backpack, but then I also got a little bag and I also got a little. No. And then you got to pay for carry ons and you got to pay for check bags, asinine fees. I'm like, this is the last time I'm doing this. And I ain't even go yet. So I was like, I need to, I, I want to bring my computer. And I had a, a foggy brain yesterday. So I was like, I got, I can't bring my computer with me because I'm going to ch- have to check. I might as well check a bag going both ways. I'm not going to check my computer because. It's constantly that you don't know what they're doing down there, and also when your stuff, even if they handle it with care, when your stuff gets down there, it's pressed up against other stuff. Why would you want to put your cello in that kind of situation? Yeah, with no protection. I just got because they were like, "Well, not everybody can afford," and I'm like, "But I then then you can't go. Like you I'm sorry. Go. Like that's just what it is. Because what do you mean not everybody can afford? Okay, you can't afford it, so you go and then you destroy your cello. Can you afford to buy another cello? Like that just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. You go like, for an audition. <laughs> listen, I'm trying to get too pessimistic, but like, how you are you finna win the audition? Like, so you rather you rather wait for one that's close to your city, or so you can afford it. Yeah, like it sucks that like not everybody can afford to, but like I just don't understand. If you know, like I'm sorry, there's literally no. I feel like there's no way in hell that you are going to check a cello in a, a regular case, and it come out, you know, on the and other you, side unscathed. It, it simply won't. It won't happen. And you mad about it? You might as well use one of them kid cases. It's the same thing. Like you know, you know, one of them soft cases. Like just same. Might as well you said when old dude got got the instrument stolen. I'm not gonna say too much because people might know who we're talking about. There was somebody who knows better, left their instrument in the car and was like, my instrument, it got stolen. It's like, bro, that's literally music 101. I don't know why my voice is echoing to me and my headphones get on my nerves, but oh well. Um, that's instrument 101. They teach you this is a violin. This is a such and such. Don't leave it in the car. Like that's <laughs> it's all in the same in the same thing. It's too hot. It gets too hot. It gets too cold. And this was an instrument that was not. You remember this? A couple years I ago? Can, I can think of two things. It was a person. Text, text me. At a big freaking age, left your, your instrument in the car. And what's crazy, it wasn't even like it, they didn't play the bass, they didn't play the tuba, or anything like that. And even if they did, I would still say that. Because um, um, I don't leave my bass in the car if I go to eat. I take it in the restaurant with me, or I drop it off at home first. Like, <laughs> yeah, I remember I was with, I was, with, I was with Nikki. She was like, "You gonna bring that?" I'm like, "How long have we been friends?" <laughs> Not you gonna bring that? Yeah. First of all, the, I, the reason why there's several reasons why I don't teach with my viola. The main reason is like this is how I make my money. Like I like I don't teach on it, but I play on it. Like if something happens to this, like I forgot about this. We talked about it on the show when it first happened. Did we drag them? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I mean, that sounds like us. 
Because I just don't understand how you at your big age are still leaving your, your instrument. Your instrument that can literally fit on your back. Like, <laughs> in the it's car. Just like, it's just like never, it has never inconvenienced me to bring my viola anywhere. I will, the only thing, like, I will literally, it go, she's been in the, uh, she been in me with me to get a, a oil change. She been with me to eat. My girl, we going to um, Trader Joe's in the cart. We in Walmart. Like, I would just swing. I remember one time um, I was at Target and somebody tried to check it. I was like, now, nah, baby girl, besides the fact that there's no tag on this, you think you saw this here? <laughs> check, check my toilet paper so I can leave. My girl, you think you sell this here? <laughs> like, my girl goes everywhere with me, and it's never been an inconvenience. And my viola's not light. I be like, damn, heavy day. This thing heavy today. Like, I just don't understand. Yeah. I've never been like, yeah, let me. Okay, no, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hold you now. Uh, the, my teaching violin. <sighs> I probably pay like three hundred dollars for that little giant stay in the car while I just run in real quick. Give me some. That I don't know why I play. That's why I like being with the violin because the violin I kind of just leave it. And it's Memphis. It's like it ain't cold here. I'm just, I'm just gonna pick up a couple little stuff like. I hope uh, if you if you break into my car for this three hundred dollars, I'm not joking. I got it on Char Music when I got my first teaching job. If you break into my car, go ahead, steal my steal my violin, big brain. Go pawn it. <laughs> not big brain. <laughs> but like viola, I don't play. That's my that's how I make my money. I'm not playing around with that. Yeah, like I don't understand, like. I just don't get it. If I could go scout at a restaurant and be like, okay. And also, like, I'm, I mean, obviously, I would prefer to just drop it off at home first because very yeah. few restaurants are going to have the space. Like, I don't just bring it in any restaurant. I have to go look at it and see. There needs to be a place up against the wall where I could put my bridge t- facing the wall and I'm the only person that's right here. You know, I need a, a, can- a table that's like in the corner. You know, <laughs> yeah, you're, no not down, you're not down to the chicken spot, right? Where they where they got three benches. Somebody stepping over to like, oh my <laughs> gosh! And it's a crazy thing when you have big objects with you. I think people associate it with like, like they don't associate, they don't register it as a personal item. So mm. like they feel like they can touch it. Like they feel like I've experienced. Like I've seen even musicians. I remember being backstage at Eastman, and this dude was leaning. On my wrist, like it was a freaking table. That at that, I would literally never get over like, that. <laughs> I was like, see, y'all, be, and, and he brought me out of character because I was just like, why, as a musician, why are you doing that? Like, you're not even musicians not being cognizant of it. And don't even get me started on a travel case because people always come up and, and touch it and want to do. I'm like, okay, but like, this is so weird to me because, like, <laughs> it's not furniture. Yeah. A travel case is so uninteresting. So why are you so? Besides the fact that it's big, yeah, of course. I was about to say some people are like, "What the heck? It's like seven feet tall." It's like, yeah. <laughs> but that's only thing. Also, like traveling with an instrument always like just brings attention to you. I just want to. I'm like, I wonder how it feels to be Adam and Tyler. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you got your flu flu in your backpack and like you just about your business, like. What does that feel like? And it's just like, my case is purple. Everyone have a conversation with you. You got to go through a special security line. For every other? Because they won't let you put it through certain... I'm trying to figure out what they're going to do when they revamp every machine. Because some machines have that... The new machines have those big... You know what I'm talking about? Those big old trays? Mm-hmm. 
where you put everything in the tray mm-hmm. and then instead of like you put only your electronics in a small tray and you put everything else on, on the table these the newer machines have a big tray and some in memphis won't let you put won't let me put my viola in the big tray and you know every orchestra every orchestra you know I mean? every airport is different because i've i've put my viola in the big tray before some some people don't like the, the viola sticking out i'm like if this is this is basic math it's gonna clear the thing baby like i don't know but i ain't gonna what i'm not gonna do is look stupid and argue with you yeah what you not gonna do is unpack my viola for me so if we want to go back here you think i got a bomb in this joint like let's go unpack it i'll open it up that's the thing we don't have a choice we can't be in a room when they do it it's annoying too because i've definitely gotten my case back where they haven't latched every single right thing back. They always open it, always, because they put a little tag in there tell, telling you, we opened your luggage. I've mm-hmm. never once flown with my base where they haven't opened it. And you can't be in a room. So. I don't know why Joe got, like, two bases. Yeah. He got that one that fold up like an accordion. <laughs> right, the travel base. I don't but know. The origami one. I remember I said something about, like, something about, like, I know that they're fine. But, like, it just, something makes me very uneasy about seeing a base. Yeah. Constructing. And somebody got, they got a little a little short with me i'm like girl someone we know yeah but i'm like i did not they were like it, it actually is good and i'm like i never oh, said ain't nobody quality. said it wasn't I, i'm like and i literally said that i was oh. like i know that there's nothing wrong with it like i know but it's just a mental thing like when you just see the neck off of a base like <laughs> the bridge is over there the body <laughs> right here like come on bro and you trust me to put it back together now my things start sound like a clarinet when i gave i've never had any issues i was just like bro like people always want to argue with some with something that you didn't say (laughs) text me who it is because i have a couple of guesses the way you said it i don't know what is his name (laughs) and when i I remember it i'll let you know (laughs) i had a feeling we had talked to them no more Oh no 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 no! Oh okay 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 okay. <laughs> I don't even talk. We so messy, just talking around stuff. But like, I want to know. I want to know the mo- I'm literally gonna forget the minute we turn the mics off. So I want to know now. Um, mm. I don't know, girl. Well, good luck to the French girls. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was gonna say one of them said that they've experienced um being charged extra or like not being charged extra, um, but um. Yeah, they're fine. So like not like charge extra like a baggage fee, but actual like an actual fine. Um for traveling with the base and then somebody said that they got they were forced to disembark the train with their base. Forced to disembark. Yeah, I was like it's okay. It's really not that serious. It's a freaking base like <laughs> I'm just confused. I mean, but you did you take the train when you were in when you were in Paris? No. I also remember there being like, how do you? I'm trying to figure out how someone. It's like the. It's like or any regular subway. Like I'm trying to figure out how someone would. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I don't remember there being. I don't remember there being, um, conductors on the train like walking. So I'm trying to figure out. After you get pat, after you swipe your little thing, your little paper, and you go to the subway. Like how would you be forced to disembark when there's no one? monitoring the trains like a regular subway system unless they changed it I, I mean i was there 10 years ago 11 years ago first of all i feel like we should be paying you for um getting on down here with a um with a base yeah i don't know girl 
I think maybe they have like you know because some places have you know people that kind of patrol oh. their public transportation so maybe it's one of those yeah I couldn't imagine I could imagine I could imagine taking my viola on a subway much more something as big as a cello or bass yeah and some people be you know a, a friend of mine used to have to take the city bus with it I like I, I was like I, I cannot I cannot ever that wouldn't be easier the bus than the train no you gotta go down on a train and back up it's on a bus you could they can lower it step on back up Wait, what do you mean what kind of what do you mean go down like just go underground yeah train stations have elevators not all of them baby so you can well, walk down the stairs with a base <laughs> back up yeah Walking up the stairs for me is easier than walking down the stairs with a base. I've never, I've, I haven't carried a base more than thirty feet. So, <laughs> and I think that's a stretch. Dang. Yeah. So it don't really matter that it, trains have more room though, because trains have, um, like more space. They have spaced out seating for things like, of course, if somebody with a wheelchair comes, you should move. But like, yeah, you can, you could lay the base down if you really wanted to, or you could just have some space. And also, a lot of trains have space for luggage because trains because train stations go by airports, mm. so you're gonna have more room. Buses are extremely narrow, like in mm. terms of getting in, getting in, being somewhere. You're always gonna be blocking somebody. Like there's just nowhere to yeah. be, at least not here. So, yeah, but stairs are not really a problem, especially because subways are not that far underground. Girl, I don't remember it. I remember, like, people, when I say I don't want to take the train, like, I feel, I've, I've put my time in. Like, I feel like, because as a kid, when we wanted to go somewhere, we just hop on a city bus. When we went to freaking Notre Dame before they lit it ablaze, and we got off at the stop for Notre Dame, I've never, I've never seen a subway like that. Delaney, I'm not even playing. I still see it in my mind. I was so mad because, like, that whole trip, that's, that trip is the reason why I said I would never do group trips. It was like 30 of us who went to Paris. And I said I would never do another group trip again. And I never have. Unless it was mandatory. Because like orchestra, we used to go on orchestra tour in college. That was mandatory. Dang. I have never I have never done another group trip like that. Because what y'all, we walked in on every street in Paris. I did not enjoy most of it. We I don't like walking. And then we walk in everywhere. Everywhere. Delaney, when we got off at the stop, I'm telling you, it's six flights to the time. You could look up and see the exit at that stop for Notre Dame. For the one the one that we got off. And then we climbed Notre Dame as well. Never again. I would never you have to do it never again. It was terrible. So you got you got like a hundred stairs to get out of the train station. Then you got four hundred stairs to the top of Notre Dame. Well, I wouldn't even be going in there to begin with. So, <laughs> oh, freaking no. But you know what I was going to say? I guess that answers my question. Because I was about to say, what freaking train station don't have at least one elevator in 2022? That's ridiculous. I mean, maybe now that was that was a different time. I mean, I, I'm saying like I'm old. <laughs> but all, right. <laughs> not prehistoric, Katie. Right. You know, that was that was like 57 years. No, that was 10 years ago. But like, I ain't see one. That we just had to walk out the train station. And then we turn around and climb Notre Dame. I'm, I'm, that's why after that, when we got to the Ark, I was like, I'm not climbing the Ark. We already climbed Notre Dame. Notre Dame almost took me out. I was like, I cannot believe my mother has to come bury me in Paris. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> like, that almost took me out. It almost took me out. And remember, it's a church. 
the it gets more and more narrow as you go to the top. And I ain't no punk. You ain't finna take Katie. Not finna do it. I'm climbing this joint. Yes. So but, you know what that remind me of? See, because now, like you said, your mom gotta come here. You in Paris? Cause I'd be like, shoot, the needs a pump. I'm not gonna, I'm not going <laughs> Like when I remember, I saw this video circulating of Shaq, who was like, he was at buying a Rolls Royce. And mm-hmm. the guy, he kept, like, wanting to see all the choices. And the guy was like, can you even afford one of these? I guess he didn't know who freaking Shaq was. How do you, not, how do you not know who Shaq is? So right. we're going to get to that today because what? And, right. And then he, um, so he was like, so I bought three. I was like, yeah, you showed him. <laughs> the commission right. he got off of that. The commission he got? <laughs> and I was like, bro, Shaq, if you know, if one of those is a Cullinan, that's my dream car. So I'm like, that's literally a half a million dollar car. You bought three? Rolls Royce, <laughs> and what are you gonna do with them? And he said, he said he don't drive them. He said they sitting there. So I was like, I need to DM him. One. I I added him because I added him. I was like, one of those a color name. Cause <laughs> that's he what I want. I don't even know what I would freaking do with a Rolls Royce at this point in my life. It's because it's like, dang, that's my dream car, but I don't have, I can't, I can't drive a Rolls Royce around. Like, <laughs> especially not where I'm at right now. Like that just would not be wise. <laughs> to be like that can't be my regular car if i don't live somewhere else to be honest like i'm not going to the grocery store i'm not going i'm not driving up crenshaw with a freaking Rolls royce i'm just not <laughs> <laughs> so i could get got in in the line at food for less i'm okay right like <laughs> also i'm a, i'm sorry pull up to a food for less and a Rolls Royce is crazy <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> That's what I was saying. Like my life is does not accommodate a Rolls Royce right now. <laughs> like so, your food for less is like the food for less of Everson. That's crazy. <laughs> right, I'm uh, I'm at the I'm at Dee Dee's discounts with my freaking Rolls Royce. <laughs> food for less is like my least favorite grocery store. Ain't got nothing in there. They got a little bit better. Let me let me paraphrase. Ain't got nothing in there for me. I see. Although it depends on where you are because the one I think so, oh, I think so. well that was a that's a rouse but the one so there's a food for us right by my my childhood home I, don't, I haven't been there in a while because I don't live over there no more but I bet they don't really have as much vegan stuff but the one over where my mom lives now because that's more it's a whole lot of white people over there it got a lot of vegan stuff over there so because because the food for us like the food for us at Evanston, first of all, I want to clarify, it is Evanston. Now, I know I, I know people can't get a good gauge of what Evanston is. Are there bullets or are they like, what's going on? Or one, one day, one day, Katie is Pippi Long stocking and the next day she she got it out the mud. And she was, she was walking in zigzags, running in zigzags to her door. Had to cover, had to cover for fire. Like I feel like I just, I just don't be serious describing Evanston because Evanston is actually a very nice suburb and there's a lot of rich people in Evanston, but there's also a lot of not rich. That's me, but there's not there's not a lot of poverty in Evanston though. I will say that if there's if there is any at all, because yeah, it's literally it's just an expensive suburb. Mm-hmm. However, where even where the food for less is, it's not the hood of Evanston as hood as Evanston could get. So it's like I'm confused. How come y'all don't sell tofu? Y'all don't sell now. They do sell like almond milk and stuff because I didn't even realize a lot of people drink almond milk anyway because they think cow's milk is nasty. I didn't know that was a thing because before I went vegan, I used to drink glasses of milk. Like, you know, I the, never thought cow's milk was nasty until the last time I had it. I always thought plant based milk was better, but I don't know what it was. But the last 
uh, I think it was in cereal or something like that. But the last hmm. milk I had, I was like, this is not good, bro. It's nasty. Yeah. A lot of people, I didn't even know. I didn't know until like my a recent video and then I started looking. And then I think the algorithm kind of like, it started to come up on my page. Like people really drinking milk. Like we cook with milk. We don't drink it. And I was like, what did this shift happen? Like I'm confused. Because my, I used to throw some milk back now. 2%. It's my stuff. But yeah, my food for us is like no good to me. Mm-hmm. My opinion. But even like the Kroger by me, they got a bunch of they got a bunch of plant-based stuff and i feel like the neighborhood i live in memphis is, is a mix mm. i've never been to kroger i don't think we have that i mean you've been to kroger you've been to food for less well yeah no, but like a the actual kroger grocery oh, yeah, store yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i told oh go ahead oh no i was about to say because we had like i remember in seattle i mean i never went to i went to safeway a couple of times but that wasn't what was closest to me but like yeah i'd use my grandma's Ralph's reward card <laughs> there because yeah. it's all the same thing See, the reason why I said like, oh, well, you've been to Kro- you've been to Food for Less is because like, Food for Less and Kroger look exactly the same to me, but Safeway and Kroger do not look alike to me. So that never mind. That's never mind. Not <laughs> the way we haven't talked about classical music. Oh shoot! You done with the news? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so um. In a typical Delaney and Katie fashion, it's probably breeze on by the actual crooks of it. Sorry, you told me who. This is surprising. It was him? Yeah. Huh. I would not have guessed that. Let me get you to stop answering him. Hmm? You just stop answering him? Yeah, eventually? I'm sure. Yeah. Because I was just like, girl, it's not that deep. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I feel like we could just, well, I think we can group the intermission and the topic together because they're, one leads to another. You cool with that? You said what? <laughs> I said I think we could group the intermission and the topic together because they kind of go into oh, each other. Yeah. Okay, so basically this week we're talking about how like there really are two Americas, which is why I said that, I said that when like 10 minutes ago so this week i'm actually a little devastated like takeoff was murdered in houston um and i feel like i trust our listeners to know who takeoff is because of the nature of this show but i will refresh We've talked about him before too several times takeoff is also my favorite migo like it's just something about him like he was just so cool and relaxed i loved his verses the most like he's so funny and just like take off like i don't know i just i just love take off so much so i was actually so devastated by that like i actually really felt that i'd say i haven't felt celebrity death in the past but like it's just weird to know that like i listened to he just they just dropped an album mm-hmm. them together they just um take off and i was gonna say offset quavo um just recently released an album i was listening to the album i thought it was so good i was so proud of them i don't know what they got going on with offset none of my business but like i was like and i have um a pretty decent drive twice a week to teach and so you know i'm bumping the album so i actually like really felt this and i was just like so sad about that because apparently like he wasn't even they were it was over a dice game and he wasn't even playing the game like um offset i mean quavo was playing and something else and it got out of hand and then yeah his label said it was a straight bullet which is like 
oh I hate that so much um so I sorry it's not funny but I was at the text Delaney right away so Delaney posted on Twitter she tweeted she's like 28 years old period because I had been tweeting about takeoff before that too and it was just like it was yeah. trending like everybody know well well yeah. and also it's just like so devastating like come on even the point y'all saw you saw the video of of his body like on the ground i had to scroll like past that like right away i was like why are y'all sharing yeah. it why did you why did you post it people like i'm like people like that y'all will never see god's face you are recording him laying there lifeless and he's bleeding out and his freaking un- uncle screaming and hollering like because he's literally watching someone he loved dies you felt that you need to post that on internet or record recording in the first place it's one thing to be recording an altercation because you know if you want to see before you know you want to catch whatever this person is about to do but at the point where he's literally the the guy is gone he's already shot him he's literally dying and you're filming his body like i don't understand and then you're posting it and then people are sharing like it's just so i yeah like these are people like <laughs> i could i couldn't believe it. i was like is that take off laying on the ground i couldn't i couldn't believe i couldn't believe it like it really like even think about it, it makes a heart sick I'm just like i feel like i i think I, I thought about a lot this week about how we take life so lightly it's like they'll be like um because think about the thing that happened in korea and it was like 135 people died in this thing and it's like those are 135 individual people with individual stories with like individual connections and their own personal thoughts and they their own days like you think about everything like you do in a day and every thought that you have it's like people are like that and it's just like it's like he's laying on the ground and he had he's not he's not just a personality like he has like his own thoughts and his own ambitions his own relationships like and you just you just videoed it and like posted it to the internet it's very weird yeah um but delaney had tweeted 28 years old period somebody commented like i can't believe it gun violence whatever it's really sad why I scroll down somebody said happy birthday and I was like no way no way that like every everyone is talking about this death today take off was 28 years old everyone's talking about this everyone is 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 upset about this and you think Delaney is you know saying it's her birthday which one her birthday was like three weeks ago you follow her so her birthday was like three weeks ago so that's weird and also if you're if you did follow her you would know that you know she was freaking out for turning a very young age but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i don't wanna i'm not gonna do too much um i hope we've i hope we've we're doing better oh so i want to know and i but okay (sighs) (laughs) sorry um but i did want to know i was in a voice note to delaney i was like <laughs> i shared the screen recording of that because i don't think she saw it yet and then i was like this is really two different because i was like the amount of times i could think in like my education and, and how many times like i've had to i the i told delaney the furthest extent i have to in white culture is paramore like it stops at paramore yeah, black oh. people love paramore and I feel like that's like a I feel that's a Venn diagram that's like the where the two circles meet <laughs> like I feel and honestly to me black culture and white culture exist in a Venn diagram and I think like the things that are in the middle of the Venn diagram are Paramore The Office Parks and Rec Charmed like and then it's just so different and 
sorry and I just think about all the time during my formal education where like I've had to act like I knew something in white culture just to save myself from like the you've never heard smashing penguins on Mars Not like smashing I, penguins. Li- <laughs> I literally no I've literally never heard that album is that I think <clears throat> no oh, okay. <laughs> but you see how it sounds realistic or like or like lying and being like oh like oh I think I've seen a couple of episodes of friends girl I've never seen friends I don't know what ch- what channel it came on I've never watched friends <laughs> you, you've seen friends my mom used to watch it and I was like little little <clears throat> like I've never seen friends I've never seen one tree hill I've never seen um 30 rock and it's funny because I actually like Tina Fey. I've never seen 30 Rock. Oh, that might, look at me. I think Tina Fey's on Always Sunny. See what I'm saying? It's just like, just so of, but if I asked you, I wish like I, when I was younger, I wish I had the prowess to turn it back on them. Like, well, you tell me, what was the song that Donnie McClurkin sang when he was live in London? What was the opening song? When they, Pastor Donnie McClurkin, what did he come in with after that? You couldn't tell me that. Tell me what Fred Hammond was doing on the cover of his first album. Name all the Clark sisters in order <laughs> of age. Not in order. Damn. <laughs> you couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. And I wish I was, when I was younger, I could, I could turn that back on them. You know what I'm saying? But I just want to, it's just so funny how like, I just tried to avoid the stuff. It's like, there's so much stuff you didn't know. So I wanted to know, um, what is a social situation you had in classical music that highlighted the fact that there really are two Americas? Um. Well, first, I don't think we said explicitly, but I'm sure y'all know by context clues that that was a white person in my in my comments. <laughs> that um. Oh yeah. Um. That I was just like, they really like we just live in two Americas. One thing before I say the classical music one, that is another recent example that I realized was hmm. when I saw that Taylor Swift had all ten. She occupied the top ten in, in Billboard Hot 100. I was like, really? Yes, all ten. It's a record, and it's and it's just like, I mean, that's a stam thing because I was just like, that there, is so there are two American. Because I, I sat there, I was like, how many Taylor Swift songs can I name? And um, I can only name two. And the second one came way later. I was like, there's the definitely one? one that was everywhere that it was like very teeny bopperish, and I could not remember for the life of me because the "You Belong with Me" was like the one that like everybody knows. Mm-hmm. and um and then like later later i was like there's one a couple years ago that was everywhere and you know it was the we are never ever ever ever, ever. getting back oh, to get- that's, that's taylor, taylor swift. swift yeah so i was you could tell me was any one of them girls and i'd be like okay right I megan trainer <laughs> megan trainer no actually that's too megan trainer has a very distinct sound she Does has she? that like 50s you said you hear her new song i did hear that new song yeah, she and has, like, that's that the only one I know. That one, and I was about to say super bass. <laughs> Minaj. What's the other yeah, one? Not super ba- oh, <laughs> it's something about ba- all about that bass. Yeah, but she has that like some people hear like an ice cream parlor type sound mm. that she that she sticks to. You could tell because <laughs> I saw somebody tweet the, the new Megan Trainor song. Told me to uh, get to the back of the bus. I was like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> But I like her style. It's cute. But you could have told me Britney Spears did okay, that. Okay, not Britney Spears. Any, okay, Britney Spears is crazy. But you could have told me any one of the any one of them girls did um, never get back together. Britney Spears is probably lying. in that Venn diagram, probably because a lot of black people know Britney Spears oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, she is. 
and Selena, but Selena's not white. But mm. I just thought I would throw that one in there. Yeah, I have to go look. Really, and uh, you know what's crazy? I haven't heard a peep. I haven't heard not one Taylor Swift song. Like, and I be on TikTok. I still haven't heard anything. Like, yeah, that's crazy mm. to me. I'm like, that's too. Oh, I didn't even say my classical music one. So there, here's my classical music one. I really, really try. Like th- this whole thing captures the social aspect of like why college was just like whatever for me because like we just I just did not have stuff in common like you know like pop culture stuff like we talking about what's on tv we did like we're just not watching the same stuff we're not listening to the same stuff whatever mm-hmm. I really really you were serious I'm sorry to cut you off but that's crazy Delaney every single one uh, yeah yeah it's like a bit she like broke a record or something no one that's never happened before I don't think um wow. wait okay like she has other ones like later on too like in wow mm. sorry go ahead like she yeah number 20 number 15 number 26 like wow yeah and that's also like that's not even a, a testament to her like because i've heard people because i you know i we talk about like music industry stuff at school and people who even listen to taylor swift are like yeah this is not her best work this is a like a, a stand thing you know like her mm. her her stands are like very mobilized um but so I tried Sorry, to do saying. all the social things in college and whatever, and I went to parties, blah blah blah. So I, the moment I knew for sure, I was like, I'm never going to another party again. <laughs> A song from Shrek came on. Hold on, now, not too much. Which one? A song from <laughs> Shrek came on, and everybody in there was like, oh, "This is my dad!" Like it was freaking wipe me down, like. <laughs> <laughs> and all the white people listening to this are probably like what is that but they know <laughs> i just heard wipe me down the other day i was like bro i forgot about it's this it's about shoulders we gotta we gotta stroll for wipe me down oh for real see mm-hmm. see that's like nah i pull up at the club vip gas tank on even all drinks on me <laughs> wipe me down oh yeah yeah <laughs> a classic yeah i'm trying to i feel like i don't have a specific moment cause like i said like i really didn't find my footing for real like i was comfortable i would say like in my classical experience like late college because i had good friends um i was finally making way with viola i was in my conducting era so like i was having a good time i was teaching a lot i had a lot of opportunity so i was very comfortable um but i didn't find my footing for real in classical music like for real for real until i got to eastman which is actually crazy i i that's crazy to me um so i i don't have a specific memory like you do because that that whole like pretending like oh yeah yeah like all that, like I said, very early class, like I don't code switch anymore. All that code switching and masking and stuff like that, that was like my whole high school, early college experience. So I don't have very many memories of something specific. But I will say, like, when I was in my conducting era, like, I had a great time in conducting whatever. Like, Dr. Bach's one of my favorite people. But, like, conducting was a boys' club. Mm-hmm. Like, especially because, like, I was in the studio. So, like, I was taking lessons and stuff like that. I was in conducting master class. And it's just like it was just all it was all boys. It was it was mostly white boys. So, you know, they're making references, and I just like I don't know what 
y'all are talking i have not i have not seen the youtube bit you're talking about i have not seen the snl skit oh god there's so many things that i was just like i would just be like oh yeah i think so that was literally just like my go-to be like oh i think maybe because it's just like you would literally be exhausted from the you never you like you it will exhaust you so you really just have to start lying like you have to lie you have to be like i think remind me i think so like literally this guy used to doing that because people think katie that's ridiculous i'm like no it is literally exhausting to have people like you've never seen no i haven't seen some weird indie band thing no i haven't even heard no (laughs) like no i haven't so that's like the most specific i can get now that I think about it, because I can't remember a specific moment. And especially like by the time I got to Eastern, I was like, oh girl, like I don't even know. Girl, no. I don't even, like I don't even think I was in a position to even talk to people who didn't have the same point of departure as me. So I don't <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, see, I got I got very few moments, so I can remember specific ones because I just okay. didn't talk to the people. <laughs> so that was my solution. <laughs> Not talking to nobody, so I'm happy to turn around for you because, like, college is supposed to be lit, girl. I think it's hard for college to be lit as a music student. And I'm, I got to say, like, there's still some of that for sure. Like, there's definitely been, and even not in classical music, we're gonna get this. We're going to this show and to this person. I'm like, who the freak? Like, <laughs> I'm like, who are oh, these like right people? now in grad yeah. school. Yeah, I'm like, who are these people, bro? <laughs> okay okay the flying owls and the right like so weird like very niche thing but for somehow somehow, smith and like like okay it's like so niche but like somehow all of them know about it the good thing about u of m is like i'm black that's fine black you know what i'm saying freaking habeka brazilian we all of us confused so we don't don't ask me Habakkuk was not going to ask me, did I know some Brazilian... No, girl, no, I don't. This girl, the other girl was Venezuelan. Well, we, we, there, was, there was never any, you don't know? Of course not. No. <laughs> so there was never any of that, you know. Um, so that was good. Those, you don't know, are over. Especially because now orchestra job, I go I go play my little notes like I go home. So, like, I, I, I feel like I'm free from those shackles of... Right. You haven't seen and, and, and ask them what what gospel song that remind you of? I'ma start spinning <laughs> it back around, right? I'ma start spinning it back around. Have you seen? You haven't seen? Uh, well, sometimes some some of them show you to the head. Like you know what I'm watching again? Have you ever seen? Ever seen Gulligan's Island? Gulligan Island? No. <laughs> what? What, that was a that was amazing. I have to write that down. I have to write that. Boy. down that was incredible. Cause I asked you, did I? I asked, did you see the white version? And you you came back with the black. That was amazing. <laughs> I asked you say, I asked you, did you see Gilligan's Island? Oh, Gilligan's Island. No. <laughs> Do you even know what that is? I've heard the title, but I have no idea okay. what it is. Oh man, I wish you didn't know what it is. That that ruins the joke. I don't I know really what it is though. Like, is it a movie? Is it a show? You know what it remind me of? You know that that video that w- goes around where this let the lady try to guess, the lady try to tell somebody what something is, and she's like cream of wheat. That's what it reminded me. 
of when well, you just did that. Gillian's Island is when they get stuck on the island. It's like a 1960s show. It's in black and white. Oh no, they have a color. They have a color version. But they go they they go on a yacht. They leave from like Miami, and they get stuck on a stuck on an island. And all six seasons, like them stuck on, or I think it's three seasons, are them stuck on the island. And they figure out they like make it a little. They build stuff and trying to get rescued. You've never seen that, but you asked me about Gullah Gullah Island. That is so funny. Some shows, listen, some shows be hidden. I want to see if I could watch, um, and like the nanny. The nanny. Oh, right. yeah. The nanny is very, it's very hilarious. Girl, I'm deep in the nanny. I'll be, I'll be in here. I forgot. It's funnier as an adult. I used to watch it. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was about to say, they tried, they, they was bringing the, the black people in. They had Ray Charles on there for a little bit. Oh, they did? Yeah. I didn't get that far. I'm rewatching it. I'm like on season two. Yeah. I'll be in here kicking my feet together, cackling. The nanny is funny. Yeah. It is funny some it's also funny to see like the jokes that like you could literally like that's how fast time goes like it's only 20 years ago you could never say that stuff yeah there, um, there how, is some stuff that was kind of like very cringy yeah oh yeah and coolio was on there too oh r.i.p um yeah like for he guest stars so they was you know it was rough they was bringing us in and yeah i mean we all have i feel like everybody like i've seen threads on twitter about that like black people what's the like whitest thing that you like and i was like i love twilight so <laughs> i can't you know that's my thing but i don't i don't see i i don't i get why people like twilight i just think it's the niche of it i don't like fantasy i'm trying to get into fantasy hmm. like that's why i've been trying to read children of blood and bone for the past two and a half years i got to like the middle of it and then stopped reading it and then I try to start reading it again. So now I'm all the way back at the beginning. Children of Bud and Children of Bud and Bone make the new King James version look like a pamphlet. That's how thick it is. And so I imagine me now on page twenty. I'm trying to get into fantasy. It's just like not my gig. I think I, I would like Twilight more. What kind like of fantasy. what kind of fantasy? What kind of fantasy is Children of Bud and Bone? Like what kind do you have you read or like that you didn't like? Because there's vampires, there's, you know, but it, and I will say what I like about Twilight is the romance, not the, like, I don't care, he's, you know, like, mm. I, I just, and also I freaking loved Robert Pattinson at the time, like, I just, it was so, mm. but like, I feel like there's also like, there's space stuff and there's nymphs and fairies, like, you know, like, I feel yeah. like there's a lot of different stuff, so maybe... And there's also some that's what, stuff that I probably never thought of. That's why I think I'm trying. I think it's a good entry point for me with Children of Bone because it's like it's a story, and she has powers, or she's trying to get her powers back, or something happened that her tribe lost their powers, so they're trying to get it back. Hmm. But I don't. I try to get into Harry Potter, and I was I was there for a little moment, um, over the winter break trying to watch the movies the movies were good i fell off really like typical haiti i, I literally like just i fell off like once we got to the fourth one I, and i started to get a little scared you know i get scared easily so but i'm gonna try again i don't I, it's just like i never explored fantasy i never yeah i mean twilight but, is my extent i never really watched any any vampire stuff after that mm-hmm. so i mean but that's a raven that's technically fantasy right she got powers was this a Waverly Place? Yeah. 
Um, yeah. But there's, a, I think there's a, there's like different levels to it. Like, I forget, I was reading about that. Because, like, under speculative fiction, I think there's like fantasy and there's like, um, sci-fi and stuff like that oh sci-fi is not my game and then there's different stuff like there's i forget the names of it but there's like where it's real world with fantasy elements or is it just fantasy world like you are you world building like you just make up a planet you know like there's different levels Um, and like wizards of waverly place so that's a raven is like real world but there's a fantasy element you know Hmm. well i'm gonna see Okay, so we're gonna shift gears just a little bit. We're still talk about this two different Americas, but so there's a tweet that um went viral among among many tweets about the same topic. Twitter is so interesting because like stuff is becoming up. Like, where did why did y'all start talking about this? Um, but I'll read the first one. Um, and it says, uh, this is by the Cindy Noir. She says, having gone to a PWI, it's no joke how white girls are taught taught is an exclamation capital letters to go to college and get their mrs literally taught to hang out in certain buildings join certain uh on-campus groups and all with the underlying motive to find a husband it's crazy to see it play out so before we even i just realized before we even get into that have you heard of the mrs degree i have on tv and i was surprised that that's like 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 still a thing not like like i know some people are like i'm gonna I'm a find a man in college but i've I'm surprised that people, that enough people, I don't know how many, I guess. So I would be surprised if it's a lot of people who are still telling their their, their daughters to go to college to find a husband. You know, like you are yeah. not like bump your education. You're there to find a man. Like that's crazy. So we, we had a, a mutual boss. Mm-hmm. Our first, our, let's say this, our first mutual boss. Oh, that one. Okay. He, yeah. Our first mutual boss, he said, he was telling me about how there was a p there was a pianist that went to Eastman that he was talking to about how, like, the degree is extra. <laughs> like, oh, no, actually not him, his boss. Because, you know, his boss cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's my dude. I emailed him a couple months ago. Um, He was telling us about how he's come into contact with students over the over the years both when he when he was at the school music and his other place and how the 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 degree is extra they're there to meet someone and I think that's so fascinating until and I was like I don't know how I feel about it and I I maybe I'll link the the tweet because I was I get in the business I, re, I get in the the the, the weeds I want to see what people are talking about and someone said they're gonna give their they give their daughter the same advice because it is great advice because you will never be in another situation college is like the last it's kind of devastating actually kind of makes me sad but college is the last time that you will be in that kind of social situation right you are surrounded by loads and loads of new people you are surrounded you have loads and loads of opportunities you're in a walkable city you live with your friends you you live with your colleagues there that is the last chance there's nothing like that in life after college so they give their kids the same advice like get your degree but also if you're gonna get a man get a man what do you think about that girl this is depressing 
I think like first of all, I want to say like we. I love how like two weeks ago we said we would never do a dating episode. This is as close as we gonna get. So yeah, I was like, I was reading the questions in. and I was like, I don't really got time to edit this. So <laughs> and also I don't know what else I would say. But I was like, we are gonna see what Katie got to say about her dating life. Period. I mean, we gonna talk around it. That's that's also in the note. I love how you skipped over that part because I don't really have much to say. And also like the way that I need to say it, I'm not gonna say it here. Like that's group chat conversation. But um. I just think I feel like okay I think it's good advice I will say that what I think is crazy is telling your child like that's the most important thing it's literally not what's like that's weird to me but I think it's good advice like you literally like who do you see like I think about it every given week the only adults I come into contact with the, the most adults I've come into contact with in the past month is this week because I'm going that's, that's a lie the only time I come into a contact with adults is when I go to orchestra it could be it could be one of your students parents period I want to explore your commitment to being serious what that's um, that's a possibility are you kidding me it is literally not there yes it is okay I'm not saying going to your current student I'm saying in time like when you say the adults who come in contact you could have a student that okay single dad period that's weird to how me. because i taught your kid and now i'm at your house i mean yeah but i mean at the end of the day if y'all get married y'all get married like that's that's a small blip yeah okay a little awkward at first but who cares anyway Period. i think about how much time i come into contact with adults now like post-college and it's like i see my students i go to orchestra i see the same people you know what i'm saying like I think it's great advice. I will say, however, that my college experience very much wasn't that. <laughs> like, it just wasn't, it just was not conducive to that. Now, and that's where I think it falls apart for me. I don't know for you. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Yeah, I mean, mine wasn't really reflective of that either. I mean, Eastman. Also, Eastman... <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you were not booed up within orientation week, like that was just kind of it. Everybody was just getting passed around after that. Because <laughs> uh, the class is so small. The class is like 100 people. Yeah. It's like, like come on, oh, bro. And like shoot. some people were dating outside of their class, but even so, cause there are like less than four, four, 500 undergrads at Eastman. Like, I'm sorry. That's not a lot of people. And then also, like, okay, what I will say. You're also a black woman at a conservatory. Black women have less options. Yeah, that's that's statistical. Like Th- that's statistical. F- that is like I don't want to argue. Black women and, and Asian I- men. And what? Asian men. Asian men. Mm-hmm. It's like we're the least sought after, and we're also at a music school. If you at a music school and you date straight men, I'm just gonna you fill in the blank. <laughs> so it's like. Come back now. Where you go? There you go. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of it's kind of over for you. You have to go outside the school. You have to mingle on campus, but it's hard to do that at Eastman because Eastman is isolated. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like what I think is also interesting about this is that so that the idea of like telling your child to like seek out someone at school what was your dating advice 
before going to college. I'm just laughing because there is such a glaring aspect missing from this conversation that neither of us is going to say. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. <laughs> and it's like, oh, absolutely not. I said I wouldn't say it. That's- when it comes to being a black woman and dating at a conservatory, that's a classic black after dark. That's what when we get to where we going, then maybe we could touch on that. Maybe. Cause I just feel like y'all gonna be mad. Yeah. Dang. So we shouldn't even because embrace I, this topic. Because it's not even just classical music, it's really at large and there's actually like science behind it. I know y'all hate science, but buckle up, girl. I've I've had a front row seat. <laughs> okay. Um But yeah. What do you? What I say to you? What I? But what was my dating advice going into college? I don't. Especially at Eastman, I don't really think I had any. Like my mom has, like we've talked about it. Um. But yeah, like I feel like more so now that I'm at I'm on a campus that has other schools and stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. and also I'm you know I'm getting up there so. Mm. You know, it was getting down there, my, my laptop battery, so that's fun. I just got the little warning, yeah. so we'll see we'll see how long we stay on, y'all. Yep, we gonna see. I think for me, I think it's interesting t- for me, like, I don't think I had specific dating advice for college, but I had dating advice, like, basically all through my teen years, and it was the same thing. It was like, don't get wrapped up in no man. A man ain't gonna do that, but bring you down. <laughs> Study your books. If you have your education, no one can take that away from you. If you can't spell fire, you can't beg fire. Like, literally, all that stuff. All that stuff. And I think it's very funny and very interesting that the same mouth. Talk about Gloria Brown, my grandmother, who I have made amends with. Um, There was really no real beef there, y'all. <laughs> I made amends. <laughs> because there was really no real beef. But I, I was not going to hold my grandma for too long. She's old. But the same mouth that told me not to wrap up in a man man's gonna bring you down man gonna carry you down da, da, da. it's the same man it's the same mouth that asked me two months ago what if she gonna eat any wedding cake before she die and if she gonna if she gonna have any great grandkids <laughs> i think that is so hilarious to me i told my mom that she said you should just buy her <laughs> buy her something <laughs> we're like you can it just won't be mine <laughs> and it's like i feel like the they have, i'm i want to explore real quick like the the differences in advice between like black girls and white girls because it's like I feel like black girls are more socialized to have like a go get them type of attitude like you going to college you got your books and like why do you think that is well I mean I feel like I'm not gonna say too much on this because I don't have no data in front of me I don't, y'all don't need to be emailing me about nothing but I also feel like there's um an aspect of like how our homes are set up how a lot of people have had unfortunately have had the men in their lives taken from them too early you know Mm -hmm. whether that be um from you know incarceration or over policing or you know um premature death for either health reasons or outside factors like that that's like an issue for us like they're like the life expectancy for black men is is so it's terrifying so low like it's 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 so low and compared to like the average for everyone else and so i also think that like for black women it's low-key like girl you better figure out how to get like how to get on Mm -hmm. your own because and especially like 
both of us had you know single mothers for me until like I was like in high school and like yeah every woman in my life was like was like single and so mm-hmm. it was like that was also just kind of what was going on you know and I feel like yeah. it's because of that like you kind of just got to figure out how to get it yourself because you don't want to be out here yeah and I think like I don't have data in front of me either I'm going off of tweets but I will say that like what is what is not <laughs> what is something that I did not make up because every once in a while I have these deep dive relationship conversations with Delaney Mara and Jen like those are like my three go-to like people that like what's going on with black women and dating and what i will say is that it's not it's not a we're not guessing that black women are the most educated group so there's several reasons in in america so there's several reasons for that and i feel like what delaney said really is probably one of those reasons that like you kind of have to like you gotta a lot of a lot of us are put in situations where we have to like you're not really going to college to go hang out or whatever but yeah, I wish we could do like a little talk back. Like, I want to hear what people got to say. So if you got something to say to add right about this. And also like, listen, this is not a drag on white girls. But I would love to hear like some of y'all. When I think about my white friends, I think, oh, that's crazy. They're all married. Oh, no, 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 not all. They're not all married. I can't really think of. I have one white friend, like close friend. Mm-hmm. She's in a relationship. Um, she about to be somebody's stepmom, to be honest, because her man got kids. He had kids early, mm. and he was married before, so he marriage minded. So she might be married. Hey, right, in a couple years. Um, but yeah, and all of my oh no, not all Mara's not. Well, I won't put her business out there. But <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> most of most of my black women friends are single. I think she's the only one that's not. So only two of mine. <clears throat> all right because it period. but nikki nikki boot up nikki, nikki don't listen to this i can say whatever i want but um i was fine but that's that's serious so um <clears throat> but i think my white friends get married like because but to be fair like my white friends did not go to school with that with that in my oh maybe she did Okay, she did. I, I got it right now. I need a man for real because it's, it's I'm running out of time because I don't like leaving my house, so I'm really not gonna have no social nothing going on. I need to get. I need to snatch one up right now. So, girl, sign up for Love Is Blind. Girl, I would. That would be pointless. I would never. Why? I would never marry somebody after that amount of time. So it would be pointless to get and act and make a fool of myself on TV. I don't even mind doing Love Is Blind. It's just the fact that like it would have to be like nobody else could see the footage. Like, I wouldn't mind the actual. Oh, like the experiment. Yeah, I wouldn't mind the experience and the experiment, but you know, if I have people from my church yeah. watching, because all nah, those people be making a fool of themselves. They all look foolish. You freaking proposing to a wall. Yeah. Crying over somebody. And apparently, like, you talking to people for like 20 minutes at a time or right. something weird. Yeah, but. The lady's looking for a man, y'all. So, send us pictures of your cousin. I sure am. Oh, dude, uh, that I have my eye on. Well, he live in New York, so I'm not finna. I'm not finna. Oh, whatever. Who you got your eye on? I've I've said it on the show before because he's like he's a public like person. He not like famous famous, but like, you know, he got 
and he deleted the picture of him and his girlfriend on Instagram. So that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. All you gotta, all you gotta do, all you gotta do is okay. (laughs) Shut up. Come on, Katie, with the advice. (laughs) All you gotta do is slide up in them DMs. I'm not doing that. Listen, so my right. I hate when when people give me advice, Mara, because it's like I'm not gonna do it. Like I embarrass easily. Yeah, I'm just. I can't slide it. And also, like, what is it that, like I said, he live in New York. I don't like New York, so I'm not. I'm not going over there. That like, there's no end to it. Like, the, I don't see. But anyway, I like but how I this to- this discussion is has a big gaping hole in it. And if you know, you know. <laughs> and if you don't know, you need to wonder. Ask yourself why you don't know. To Americas, here we go, full circle. To, um, li- literally, I feel like at this point in my life, I, okay. Everybody knows I want a man. Like, I want a man. But, like, I also need to play Don Juan consistently. And I feel like once I can get career success, I feel like I have more space for that. And I know that's stupid, but, like, I just don't have the bandwidth right now. I remember I read this thing that said, I don't know, I forget if it's women in general or specifically black women, but it was like the more, like, educated. Yeah. Yeah, the least indicated. My mom was like, Katie, better slow down. I think it's a statistic. I'm gonna look for it. It's like the m- the more educated a woman is, the the I think I think it might be black women specifically. Yeah. Well, because we hitting the books. Listen, and be like y'all. Yeah. But also, I feel like the the man that I would date would not mind that. Yeah. So we actually, I'm actually doing a great job of just filtering it out. You know, like yeah, it's true. And also, I have my eyes on one man and one man. Only. That's the thing. It's like people be like, "Oh, well, man, I, I don't need men. I need man singular. <laughs> man. I mean, I don't need but yes. one. That, but also Tyler James Williams. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna I'm start manifesting him. He is so. I'm so jealous of Janine. Is she a fake fictional character? Yes, but I don't care. He's just so. You saw him rapping, girl. I couldn't look at that. I don't know. I can only see the little. Everybody hates Chris. It was like, <laughs> my man, my man, my man. He is so. You can only see him as everybody hates Chris. Yeah, yeah. he's so fine to me. Yeah. But we're gonna see. I mean, I'm. I went for a meet cute. Yeah, Katie wants somebody to drop through her ceiling, so we can move on. Because I don't understand why you and Nikki get so mad about that. We're not mad. It's because it's your it's your life, girl. <laughs> Nikki's like you don't even go nowhere, and I'm like not too much, not too much. I go plenty of places. I go to Kroger. All right. I go to Whole Foods. My my my, my laptop's on four percent, so we're gonna lose this episode if we don't move on. <laughs> Fine. All right, y'all, it's time for Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props, because there's room for everyone at the top. Who are you talking about, Delaney? This week, I'm talking about Kyle Rivera. Hopefully, hopefully y'all hear it. Let me hurry up. Um, okay. You know, because it's going down fast. He's a Connecticut-based uh, composer. He's currently at the Yale School of Music, studying um, composition um, as a master's student. He is a Lateman Award recipient. He earned his Bachelor's of Music in Music Composition and Viola Performance C. Black hey people, people black people stay on the viola um from the viola university song. of houston mm-hmm. and he had a minor in kinesiology what? what um like not kinesiology anyway um his music has been performed in numerous cities on public radio and by various ensembles he has had 
uh, collaborations with the Houston Symphony, um, Musica Houston, the Aura Contemporary Ensemble, Kinetic Ensemble, Houston Grand Opera, Fifth House Ensemble, etc., etc., etc. He is out here. Um, his goal as an artist is to reach listeners on the most human level as a means to open their hearts to the possibility of our world. Um, his music focuses focuses on matters of social justice, equality, and hope for a positive change in the world. So shout out to him. And we love to see it. Period. What's my piece of the week? My piece of the week is Mahler One. It's third movement. My hips be moving, okay? <laughs> Period. Thank you so much for listening to the Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black exit suggestion, or an intermission suggestion, send it to Classically Black Podcast at gmail.com. If you're black, Join ISBM. We got a conference in two weeks online, only four hours or something like that. Isblackmusicians.com at Isblackmusicians on social media. Thank y'all, and we will talk to y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye. Oh, I didn't. Wait, I'm still on here. <laughs> hey, y'all. No. Why, not, it's not stopping. Why am I stopping?